coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School, brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Old School on this wonderful Wednesday here in sunny Lincoln, Nebraska. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Join us on our trip down memory lane. 1997 football season for Jay Foreman. 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman text line. Check us out on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream as well. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. And like I said, join us down to trip down memory lane. Also, before we do that, happy first day of State Track, everybody. And then go ahead. Sweet. That's it. I just wanted that real quick. We were talking track. I know. You don't have to apologize. (laughs) I thought you were giving a segue. Because we were talking about track. Yeah. Like, I just, I I think track athletes are are unique. I think you have to be because it's. They're unique. Yeah, you have the crowd, you got team, but it's still one on one. It's mono mono, and it's one time for track. You could be the most dominant guy all year, but you got to do it. One mistake. One, is- one mistake, laid out the blocks, hurdles. Like, you you know, if you're not fully stretched and you just get clipped a little bit, it throws off your steps. Everything's off. Yeah. Everything's off. His extra pair of socks didn't fit the right way. That wasn't the reason I lost. I lost because Josh, Josh Banderas punched me in the chest the, the, over the last hurdle. You know why he punched you? Because you had extra socks on. That's yeah. not the Josh, reason. Josh ben- <laughs> you're the dude that Josh Banderas beat when the – his his junior year, my senior year, yeah. So you let an underclassman beat you too, and you let I beat him. I beat him all year. We and were he, we were in the same two hundred like twenty. We were in the same district. He, he was brother light skin. We were right? in the same district. I beat him. He was like, and then we get to state finals, and he smokes you. No point oh three seconds. I'm gonna text him. He punched him in the chest. Hit me right I in the chest, right over the last hurdle. That's ridiculous. Just Ex- let you extra know. socks. Why is that ridiculous? The second pair of socks cost you point three seconds. Just face yeah, it. It was, the, it was the fist in the chest that cost point <laughs> oh three seconds. Now, like you said, he was what two two fifty something. I was I was one eighty five soaking wet. He was like two twenty five. I was one eighty five soaking wet. Yeah, he was not. Uh, he was heavy. He was not two fifty when he was running hurdles, bro. Right? That was, fist was heavy. Yeah, well, because yeah, you're you're small. <laughs> That's why. No, it's it's that thing, Jay. They're different athletes. Like they're, you were talking about Eric Warfield, I. So I was an AAU junior national long jump champion. I was around, you know, in mm-hmm. the top levels. I finished top eight in the country. All American. Yeah, 13, 12, 13, 14. And as you get to 15, and I had to make the decision because of high school mm-hmm. on what to do. But also I was running away from my Olympian brother. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to be. Can I reach I don't want to do what he's doing. So let me do my own thing. And we're competing. And, Jay, I'm just telling you, everybody else was Tightly wound. Everybody was prepared. I need to be efficient, get my steps right, get my start right, my landing proper, all those things in place. And there's a dude, there's a white dude with long hair who is asleep 
next to the to the to the to the ramp. Like he's literally just asleep. And everybody's going, Yeah, that's 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 him. That's the dude. All of this work is for second like, place. Like that's the dude. And we're all I mean, like, let me get my steps right, make sure it's perfect. Dude didn't even take off his warm up bottoms, man. He didn't even have a mark. He didn't have you know you go to everybody marks their yeah. spot where they're gonna start from. How hard it is to get your steps right if you don't right. have a mark? Right. He doesn't have a mark. And he goes down, and I mean, half asleep. Yeah. On one eye open. Right. He just went down and popped <laughs> a twenty-two, and I was like, "What is going on?" Took a took a little power nap on y'all. Yeah. yeah. So you know, there are those dudes who so just scratched the rest of his jumps. <laughs> He's like, I don't need to do this. <laughs> I'm bored. Uh, food. <laughs> and was eating Twinkies. <laughs> See, we didn't have anybody that was that kind. Co- like in college, we didn't have anybody that was that kind. Co- we had some people. Twinkies, bro. We had some people who one jump. And then they're just like, I just scratched the rest of it. I'm like, nobody's touching this. I'm good. You know the dude that would eat. That's like that's like Tom Jackson smoking cigarettes, at, at, like on the field, right. on the bench. There's Lenny Dawson smoking cigarettes on the bench right. during Half the middle of the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> they're those people, man. They're, they're, they're Some different. people are just built different. They're built different. Yeah. The, that that okay. So let's go. The '97 t- team was was different. And they were talking about the lost era, right? The lost year, 96, being the one that um, people have to talk about. And then what struck me was the boo game where, you know, Scott Frost got booed. And they're like, wait a minute. I I didn't remember that. And I remember some of the the, the Scott Frost angst, um, him going to Stanford and, you know, people being upset and then him coming back and having to be, you know, he had to be on a practice squad and he's got to – yeah, there's no one-time through. transfer. Then you right. got to sit out a year. You got to sit out a year and do your thing. But I'll ask you before we go up and down the schedule: Is that when I say 1997, Jay? Is there a game, a regular season game, that jumps out in in, in your mind that was? Well, early it's uh, Central Florida because I remember my dad coming down to the game, and you know uh, Central Florida was just kind of getting their program started. And, you know, people don't realize that Nebraska helped get Florida State on the map in the same type of deal. And I remember my dad telling me, and we didn't know much about Central Florida. We knew they had a, a quarterback. He was big and he was very raw. You know, the film really, you know, we could study really, good really, film. really, really good film. But we knew they, you know, had some athletes. And I remember my dad saying, hey, boy, them, them boys, they're going to have some athletes, you know, and they're going to come to play and they're they're trying to make a mark off you. And you see it. 38-14, they jumped out on us, and I just remember going out there and seeing Dante Culpepper. bro. I was like, this dude is like a D-tackle out here, and he was fast, um, and it put them on the map. Even though we beat them, it was a harder game, but then I think it was one of those things. We needed it before Washington. I wouldn't say that we overlooked them. They just were up to the challenge, and so those two games, and then I remember, like I said, going out to Washington on the road, you know, one against two. They're the team that, you know, should – they they're playing at home where they should be winning. They're you know they're trying to be in a national championship X Y and Z. Who was on that Washington? Is that Brock Heward? Brock Heward. Um, Entman is Entman. No, on that? that's Entman, way, before. Uh, way before. They had like Benji Olson, Olin Krutz, um another Olson, and then uh, they had two tackles or two out two two tight ends that got drafted. Jerome Payton and another receiver and uh, one of the running backs. I forget his name, but he played a long time in the league. So they had you know definitely dynamic guys on offense and we'd shut them down pretty much all um we started fast uh got a lead they kind of adjusted kind of kept the game tight uh Brock Heward got knocked out of the game 
They brought in their backup quarterback, and uh, he gave us a little bit of troubles, but they were in chuck and duck time. And Marcus Tuyasopo. Yeah, it was chuck and duck time, and so they got the game a little bit closer, and then, you know, we kind of finished them off. You know, they tried to do, like, an onside kick and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, it was – you know, they had a, you know, pretty formidable team. Um, but, that you know, I felt like that team that we had was prepared for that game and looking forward to it all, all season. And – um you know, it's a big win. And then, you know, when you look at it, the next game we played Kansas State, smoked them by 30. You know, anytime that you can put a 30-burg on Kansas State, that's definitely needed. We come back and play against Baylor at Baylor. Um, not the funnest game to play. And, you know, you kind of clear the benches, 49-21. Then we, uh, you know, start really, really playing some defense. I remember Texas Tech, they had a little bit of, you know, offensive firepower. And we knew their defense was going to be good because they had a guy named Monte Rieger who ended up playing like 10 years in the league, a good pass rusher. Uh, Texas Tech always had speed and was going to be always, a, even when I was a freshman, I always kind of played Nebraska tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we ended up winning 29 nothing. go to Kansas, which is a game Kansas was obviously struggling at that time. You know, you have a hard week of practice, and it's kind of like, dang, how many series am I going to really get? But we we took pride in ourselves, first, second, and third uh, units, to, you know, have a pitch a shutout. Then you're going through the season – you know, Molly Wap, Oklahoma, sixty-nine to seven. Who was on that that Oklahoma team that y'all beat up? I have no idea, but they got <laughs> broke off. They got straight broke off. Uh, but then it was like, okay, now we're we're you know you look sixty-nine points against Oklahoma. I just so how you, is that not how is that not run? Do you want to know who their quarterback was? Yeah, yeah, Justin Fuente. Uh, okay. Oh, the head coach. Oh, yeah. Uh, but who else the, was on that roster? Who uh, some NFL people. Demond Ke- Parker. Kelly Gregg was on there, right? Jermon. Was Kelly uh, Gregg on there? Let me look. No, he was probably, I think. No. He, no. Not, not, Ch- not a Martin lot Chase. of NFL. They had three NFL guys on this place. Steven Alexander, Jermaine yep. Fazant, Fazandi? Fazant? Yeah, running back. So Alexander was the, tight the, the big tight end. Yep. Play, he yeah. actually played for Washington. Washington. And then yeah. Demond Parker. Those are the three NFL guys. Yeah. 69. I'm sure they had some guys on defense. They should play that on the loop. 69 points? When we play them this week, just keep playing that, yeah. playing that as they're introduced. And Their so, defense, you can't even click on any of the names. <laughs> <laughs> Pee Wee Woods was a defensive um, back. So then, you, you know, you got three games left in a season like that, and you haven't – And you're and, on a roll. Defensively, and you, you, yeah, you, you, you haven't been one, challenged. One score in three games. And then you go down to Missouri, kind of a sleepy game. And, you know, you get taken to overtime, and it was a score fest. The defense, that was obviously the worst game we played all year. We 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 uh, did okay against the run, but we gave up a lot of explosive plays on quarterback keeps and stuff like that, and guys making some mistakes, crucial mistakes, when you're playing against a, a dual-threat quarterback, whereas you're not filling the alley right, um, you're not spying the quarterback when you should. Um, you know, and Corby Jones played. He played the best game of his career. I think he's parlayed that into a pretty good business career yep. down in Kansas City. Um, and then, but the offense stepped up. They kind of kept us in the game and um, got that bad boy to overtime. And then, you know, the rest is history. And uh, and then once we got an overtime, everybody knew it was over. We knew the offense would score, and we knew we would do what we need to do. Then you you know come back against Iowa State and kind of like the you know look that if if Missouri wasn't an eye-opening experience for us. Then we get back against Iowa State, you know, break them off real proper like we're supposed to. And then we go out to Colorado, and here's the thing. The clo- the, the score is 27-24. We jumped up on the boys. I think Amon Green scored the first play of the game. Jason Peter had a sack the first or second play of the game. You know, we're rolling. De- That's deep. the bad back game, is that? Yeah, he just played through it, you know, like he always does. And then um, 
the thing that's crazy is, again, these teams, like when you look at the Washington game and this Colorado game, they made some adjustments on 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 their on their defense to kind of slow us down offensively, and then they get in a chuck and duck situation. And they and if we had one weakness was at that point in time was you know giving up explosive plays as far as our defensive backs, you know, and so it was a tremendous amount of pressure for our, us to get there with blitzes or like pass rush, but you know, and then so they made it a game closer. And I remember it came down to. This is you. This is fourth, you. This fourth, is Jay Foreman. Fourth down. On the sideline right, getting the fourth, Huskers off the hey, field. Fourth down. <laughs> and they threw like a – if it was fourth and say like 17. Yeah. And they threw uh, like a 10-yard hitch. Uh-huh. And, you know, and this goes back to coaching. This goes back to practicing the right way. The standard that Coach McBride always would be on us about getting out of the stack and finishing to the ball – very easily do you think, you know, Ralph Brown makes that tackle just because he's a short tackler, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they had a pretty big receiver. I think his name was Chris Anderson, who was like 6'3", 215, catches it. You're playing just to get off the field because if we get off the field, we win. You know, he breaks the tackle of Ralph. You know, I got to make that tackle, right? Jay's there hey, on the side. Hall button, get him, and the whole thing, I got to get it because they, they go on Air America on us, and so – I if it was fourth and seventeen, I got him down at fifteen. Yep, <laughs> literally. If it was fourth and thirteen, I got him down at eleven. Yeah. Um. So that's those are the type of plays you need to move to win and move on. Then we, you know, obviously go down to the Big Twelve Championship and win that one, and then uh, but, you know. So what? What was what was that like playing? It was it was the, game? It weird. Is it, it weird San playing Antonio. in San Antonio? It was in San Antonio, which is you know it was a great little town. We you know the boardwalk. We we didn't really you know get out and partake we were focused because we knew we win that one we're in the national championship game and also the pressure is mounting for us because people are still talking about the missouri game three weeks later yeah you lost spots right because of missouri right you you know because that was like a bad win right and people were looking for dominating for two years and even in the third year obviously 96 how long was the streak at that point i don't know it's like 20 25 Uh, 25 games well no because we had just lost to texas and then, so we'd won thirteen games or whatever, fourteen or whatever it was. So, so uh, pause that. So that's thirty-eight, thirty-nine games out of thirty, thirty-eight out of thirty-nine, somewhere along those lines. Yeah. We lost two games in ninety-six. So we lost to Arizona State, lost to Texas, and then you know we got going. So you know, and then plus we never thought we'd play a team like Texas A&M again. They had players. Um, you know, they had running backs. They had, you know, Cameron Spikes as an offensive lineman. Dan Campbell was a tight end who was a Detroit Lions head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, they had receivers. They had Sir Parker, who was supposed to be this – would have been a five-star recruit. Mm-hmm. That went on defense. If you see the highlights of that game, Joel Makovica not only depletes that win but knocks his helmet off. Um, it, we physically destroyed Texas. I mean, physically beat them to a pulp. Um, then you get home and like, okay, who are we going to play? And then, you know, we're playing Tennessee. They had had a loss, but we knew also going into that game, Peyton Manning was the golden child, right? And they wanted him to, you know, have a chance that he'd find, they had finally beat Florida. I think maybe, um, no, they didn't, but they got there and they wanted him to win a national championship. And, you know, he is Peyton Manning X, Y, and Z. And he came back for this reason only. So, you know, there was talk of Tennessee beats us, they would be a national champion, you know, and they they had a three 
three NFL receivers. Let's pause it there. Right. Let's pause it there. We'll right. talk about the national championship game, 1997, Tennessee, Peyton Manning. We'll talk about that next year on Old School. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.